Hey guys, this is John Paragon, the founder of Paragon 30. And if you want to learn how to level up and be successful through masterminds, then you should listen to my good friend, Brandon Strasser with the Mastermind Effect. You love to learn, grow, and improve yourself, but you're still not where you want to be? The right mastermind can be the ultimate secret weapon when it comes to personal development, but trying to find the one that's built for you isn't always easy. Welcome to the Mastermind Effect, the one and only show that focuses on helping you cut through the noise, invest in yourself, and move past your natural limits. This is everything you need to know about masterminds, brought to you by your host, Brandon Straza. Hey everyone, today we've got the founder of 30 Days to Profit, John Paragon. He talks about how to offer a path through self-education to help shape the future. John explains why he invests more in his coaches today than he made at his first nine to five job. And John explains why he only teaches what he's currently doing to help mitigate his client's risk. Check it out. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show where you know I believe the only way to unlock your potential is to tap into the experience of others. And today, to help us do this, we are again going global. We have got the founder of 30 Days to Profit, John Paragon. John, welcome to the show, man. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thank you very much for having me. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. So when the listeners today realize all the value bombs and truth bombs that you're going to be dropping out there, and they're like, man, I jam with John. And they want to reach out and work with you. Where's the easiest way? We'll have it in the show notes as well, but what's the best way for them to connect with you? Well, fortunately for me, there are not too many John Paragons kicking around in the world. So I'm not too hard to find if you want to put in 30 seconds worth of effort. You can find me on Facebook, uh, have a look for John Paragon and on LinkedIn too. The best place to check out what I'm doing, what I've got going on is if you check out paragon30.com. So paragon30.com, there's usually something there either a latest offer of mine or, or something cool for you to take for free, whatever it may be, that's usually the best place to find me. But you can have a look on Facebook, reach out, more than happy to have a conversation. Awesome. Super accessible. Take them up on it when you realize, and hey, for any racing fans out there, you might be able to have a conversation with John about that at some point as well. So let's, uh, let's dive into it. John, when you and I were younger, you know, the ways that we learned and we took in information, they've just drastically changed over the last five to 10 years. When we're younger, textbooks, teachers, then friends, family, and, and our coworkers. But it's really a sliver of what's possible out there. How has your learning changed from your early years versus today? There's something that sprung to mind then. I don't know if you've heard of the Dunning-Kruger effect. Uh, Dunning-Kruger, I don't know, principle or something it was called. It's basically two, I think, American researchers came to understand why people who have limited knowledge in a subject seem to think they have a huge knowledge Whereas people who have a high level of knowledge in a particular subject come to realize they don't know much. And my point on this is the more I learn, the more I've come to realize I don't know bugger all about the grand scheme of things. You know, when it comes to business, everything I learn, I come to realize there's another thing I don't know. We don't know what we don't know. And, you know, I'm I'm always open to learning. And it's a very, very big world out there. When it comes to business, it's a very complicated topic. There are lots of pieces to it. And I think... I've had to force myself to be open to learning new pieces at every possible opportunity. And one of the biggest helps for that was connecting with other people and understanding certain people specialize in different areas and to no longer kind of try to understand every single area, you know, being the jack of all trades. Once upon a time, that was me. You know, I built my own websites. I designed my own business cards. I create my own logos. I do my own customer service. 
I do my own marketing, do my own Facebook ads. I had to learn not to do that and kind of let go and accept that I need to hire the best people to do that for me. That's one of the big lessons I've learned when it came to running a business. As a kid, that were different. You know, I was always brought up to with the intention of if you were lacking in one area to focus on that and just be average at everything rather than kind of embrace one area that you are good at and become the master of that. It was a case of just become average at everything. So I've kind of had to adapt over the years. Yeah. And if you think about it, I think we all fall into that. I know I have in businesses that I've built. Jack of all trades, master of none. And really, how much are you holding yourself back by, you know, I'll insert something there by not getting a coach to help direct that by not surrounding yourself with people. You're like, well, I can't afford to get a coach. I can't afford to get someone to run my Facebook ads. What's it costing you not to get that coach? What's it costing you not to get that right person? Now, hey, could you get burnt along the way? Yeah, that's a thing. But you learn by surrounding yourself and replacing the wrong people in your life with the right people. You're able to find out they're like, oh, I've got a person for this that's already tried, true, and tested. That person they're going to refer you to doesn't want to disappoint John because they're still working with John. Yep, 100%. 100%. I've, uh, so throughout my business career, I've gone through a good few teams of customer service advisors, development teams. I went through a period where I actually went through a few different development teams. It's very hard to find the right people. Throughout your journey, you are going to make some mistakes. You are going to get burnt. There are going to be obstacles and speed bumps. Uh, there are going to be things in your, in your way that will slow you down. And there's going to be some pain and the pain is going to be your greatest teacher. As long as you are open to learning from it, there's always something you can take away from every situation. You know, some people say everything happens for a reason. And I understand the logic behind that. It doesn't quite uh, sit well with me. I prefer the idea that there's something good to take away from every situation. Everything that happens is always something to take away from it, from good or bad. So throughout your business career, you know, whether if you are getting burned, if you are struggling with things, there's always something to take away from it. Yeah. And you need to learn from those moments. Like if you, if those are teachable moments that if you choose to continue to make the same mistake, touching the hot pot on the stove, at a certain point, you got to kind of look internally and be like, it's me. It's not everybody else, you know? So kind of talking about you and, and, and how you take an information. I think there's, there's more, we have more access to information, more access to people and it's overwhelming and a little confusing at the end of the day, how you, how you go through those weeds. Some people, they look for an accountability buddy, a mentor, a mastermind, a coach, an online course, lots of ways to learn and take in information. Who are you currently learning from? And more importantly, how did you connect with them? So I actually have, uh, I have a business coach and my business coach has, I think he has five different coaches. So he has a relationship coach, health coach, business coach, mindset coach. And I can't remember what the other one was, but I think there's five that he has. I have my own business coach. I have my own health coach, which pretty much specializes in give me guidance on exercise because I don't like to exercise, but I know how much I need it. It has a huge impact on my productivity, on my business, on my mental clarity. And it took me a long time to realize this. This was a very painful lesson and I wish I'd started sooner. And I'm soon to actually bring on, you know, no shame in this one, bringing on a relationship coach to basically help with communication about things in the family, with the children. You know, if there's something that I might find frustrating, I can bring it to the relationship coach, you know, they specialize in different areas. Um, so it's been a huge deal for me to bring on coaches that have already achieved what I want to achieve to help me get to that point. And I spent many years choosing not to. This was back when I decided to be the jack of all trades. 
the master of none. I chose not to hire a coach because all I could see was in the short term, that's going to cost me X amount of pounds or dollars. And in the long term, I couldn't measure what the returns were going to be on that investment. So for me, it didn't seem like a worthy risk. But now I cannot comprehend the idea of not having a business coach. You know, there are so many things that happen on a day to day basis to have someone around you who you can bounce ideas around with. Uh, You know, you can brainstorm, you can figure out ways to overcome obstacles. And ideally, if it's someone that has already overcome those obstacles, they can tell you the quickest way to do it. They often save you a tremendous amount of money. They almost guaranteed save you a tremendous amount of time. There's no quicker way to get the results you want to achieve than finding someone else who has already achieved it and asking them how they did it. Learning to do it yourself is it can take ridiculous amounts of time. If I look at go-karting, for example, so I, I do quite a bit of racing. If I want to reach a certain level, the quickest way for me to improve my lap times or my, my championship results is to find someone who is consistently coming first and speak to them, spend some time with them and ask them how they are doing it. What are they doing differently that I'm not? Or I can just spend my time on the track racing and hopefully I'll pick up some pieces over the space of five years but it will be much cheaper and much quicker for me to ask the person who is consistently winning how he does it. And then obviously he can teach me and I can eventually get to that level. That's the plan. Yeah. Brilliant. I, I love how you, how you described where you're at, where you want to go. And the quickest way to get there was inserting the right coach, the right mentor, the right person in your life or going to who's ever doing it and done it. And number one and saying, I need help because the cost not to do that will be stepping in a landmine. We'll be, you, we won't be able to see around that corner. And these people have done it and are doing it. From what it sounds like, they're still in the trenches with you. They're not 10 degrees removed from you. They've done it and they're still doing it to this day. Yeah. So one of, one of my biggest tips on, on that particular subject is to find someone who will work with a pretty much a done with you model. So a coach that works with you. So My understanding is that there is done by you. And it's basically, here's a course, here's some modules. Uh, You learn from that, go do your thing. Thank you very much for your money. Have a good day. I wish you the best. That's done by you. Then you've got done with you where you have a coach that actually spends time with you, possibly one-on-one in an ideal scenario. Can cost a little bit more, but one-on-one does work tremendously well. And then you've got done for you, which you see sometimes depending on what the model is. And that's basically a coach or a team that will come in and do things actually for you. You're basically outsourcing work to different people. I prefer the done with you model. You know, my coach works with me pretty closely. I work pretty closely with my clients. My clients have me on WhatsApp and they touch base with me as many times as they need because there are random things that pop up on a day-to-day basis specific to their business. It'll be their specific problem that needs a specific solution. Most of the time I have already overcome this particular problem. And if I haven't, I now have the resources and network around me to figure out a solution pretty quickly, which is why I give them that support. So they know they can come to me at any time. And then we do the weekly stuff anyway. We, we kind of dig down deep into their business and, and move the business forward. Yeah, that, that's, again, I love how you put that together. You know, the done by you, the done with you or the done for you. And I mean, like, depending on who you are, each one of them could work. I fall in the middle. I like the done with you. And then there are times if you need to outsource, you know, the done for you. And uh, each one has its different price point and each one speaks to a different person. So yeah, I get that. All right. A lot of people, they get stuck and you were just kind of talking about this, you know, on their weekly thing, they WhatsApp you. So they get stuck on how to execute what's in their head. We're still going through a pandemic. No matter where you're at in the world, we're still going through this. And to me, I think it's causing a reset and how we're able to accomplish things and do things differently. 
How have masterminds and coaching helped you when you're looking to reset and get unstuck when you're working with your clients or you're working with your coaches? So my biggest issue when I get unstuck, it was kind of a, you know, a repeat offender and it kind of comes out of a lack of clarity. That was my biggest reason for being stuck in any particular situation. I can't overcome an obstacle. It's just a lack of clarity on the direction that I'm heading, what I am actually aiming for. If you don't know where you're going, it's incredibly hard to reach your destination. You know, you cannot just drive to the end of your street, close your eyes and drive in a random direction. You're never going to get to the place you want to go. I, I'm one of those people, I'm of the new age where I, I don't remember any direction I go. It just goes in the sat-nav and I follow the sat-nav. My sat-nav is my, my destination coach. It tells me where to go exactly. If there's speed cameras or there's a traffic jam or there's roadworks, it tells me when there's an issue. It helps me overcome that before I get there. And of course, there are things that pop up along the way and I have to figure out the way around, um, you know, I'm all for the analogies, but that's the best way for me to explain it. You know, when I am stuck, it's down to a lack of clarity and a coach is there to help me see from another another perspective on what's actually happening. Because sometimes there's something deeper that's happening within you. And when you've got someone from an outside point of view that can analyze what you are doing, it, there's some incredible insights, incredible insights. I am blessed enough to have an amazing coach. I, I spend an absolute fortune. I spend more now on my coach in the space of, two or three months than I used to earn annually per year at my last nine to five. I say nine to five, it's more like a seven to seven. Do people work nine to fives anymore? They're the good old days, I think. But yeah, so I spend a tremendous amount of money now. And I understand that that money that I spend is actually saving me tremendous amounts of money, saving me tremendous amounts of time. It's actually earning me money because I can provide more value to my clients. What I learned from him, I can pass on to my clients and I give them tremendous value with that too. Yeah, that's, that's so true. When you realize it's not a cost, it's an investment. And when that investment, you know, people look at investments, they're like stock market, housing market. And the one that they leave out, which is the only one that they can control, the best investment in your life is yourself. You can control yourself. You can't control the stock market no matter what country you're in. And you can't control the housing market. So why not invest in yourself and know that when you do that, it's the best investment. You get your highest ROI, return on investment out there. Absolutely. All right. So masterminds and coaching have been around for a long time. Okay. Started with the apostles, probably, you know, the first mastermind out there. And then Benjamin Franklin created the Leather Apron Club or the Junto Club. Napoleon Hill eventually writes a book about it. And it's called Think and Grow Rich, where he kind of really brings what masterminds are together. As there continues to be a large boom in self-education versus traditional education, where do you see this going forward? Where do you see the, the parallels between traditional education versus self-education when people come and work with you? I'm waiting for the entire school system to change, to be honest. I don't think the, uh, the old-fashioned methods of learning work too much anymore. So, you know, one of my big, big goals eventually is to kind of offer, offer an alternative path to education for young people, um, teaching them some of the things that you probably should know in the real world and you don't learn at school. I think the direction we are heading now with education is changing drastically. I think people have come to realize there's a lot of, inf we kind of live in the information age now. There's a lot of information out there, way more than we can comprehend. And people want to improve their situation. People want to learn. They want to better themselves. And they know the information's out there. So they are looking for various strategies to receive that information. 
And there are a lot of people looking for various strategies to be able to deliver that information as well. You know, there's a lot to learn. We cannot comprehend how much there is to learn. But I do think the way we learn now is changing dramatically. I'm not a fan of the uh, the old school textbook style. I think there's that saying where by the time you've learned something at school through a textbook, by the time you actually finish school, what you've learned is no longer relevant. Just because the time it takes to get into the textbook, that strategy is already passed. You have to keep up to date with the modern age. I tell you, some of your comments that you make, and I, I, I swear we were removed at birth because the stuff <laughs> that you're throwing out there, it, it's, it's, it's what I continue to talk about, what I continue to believe in, and, and the type of people I continue to surround myself with are thinkers like that. It's not that, it's not that you think outside the box. You just don't live in a world where there is a box around you. you. You see something, you see a problem, you want to solve it. You want to make a change. You want to have it for purpose and to help other people move that needle based off of what you're paying to learn and then what they're paying to learn. And the trickle effect right there, the pebble in the pond effect, it's, yeah, it can't even be measured. So, all right. Typically, when someone invests in their future, they have a better than vague idea of what they're going to get. They have an expectation of what the outcome is going to be. What should someone expect when they pick up that phone and they're like, man, I jam with John? What should someone expect when they enter your reality and work with you? Uh, the ultimate goal is to take from wherever they are at the moment. Uh, we give 30 days to put together a plan that takes their business to a higher level of profit. So a large portion of my clients are in businesses that are struggling. Sorry, were struggling when they came to me, not currently. So they're struggling their business and they know there is potential there to take it to the next level or they already have a reasonable income, they are comfortable and they want to take it to the next level so they can achieve more. I do encourage them as they achieve more, they now have the opportunity to be able to give more to other people, whether you know giving back to their family, giving back to charities or giving back to other people, teaching them what they know. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of this. You might have realized by now, I tend to go off on a bit of a tangent sometimes. Once I get started, you can't stop me. This is this is why no. I do what I do. This is <laughs> it, it, It's beautiful. It's beautiful because you, one of the things you said right there was I take them from where they're currently at and where do they want to go? So we call, you know, call that the bridge. You're not sitting there and trying, you, you, you can't know where you are supposed to go unless you know where you're currently at. Think about, you had mentioned something. You had mentioned, um, you know, maps, directions. What if you just tell the map where you want to go, but you don't, it doesn't know where you currently are at. You can't get there. So what you're speaking, that's my jam. So really it was just like, what can people expect when they get to work with you? And so I, I, so as part of my coaching, as part of the done with you, the first step they go through, apart from the, we having a, a one-hour consultation initially, then they go through some basic modules, which you can get done within the space of a couple of hours. And there are two questions I ask, first of all. The first question is, where are you at now uh, with your business? And the next question is, where do you want to be? Once we have these two, we have a good idea. And then my job is to find the shortest, most efficient route to get to that end goal. I also ask them if there's one thing I can help them with over the next 30 days, what would that be? And that kind of helps them open their mind a little bit to what their biggest issue is, what their biggest struggle is. I can figure this out for them, but it takes me a lot more time of kind of analyzing them, their business, their, their stats, their, their income, whatever it may be. I can find flaws in, the, in their business plan. Uh, I can find potential solutions to take it to the next level. But if they can tell me what they think their biggest struggle is, that gives me something to work with from the offset. 
And I think those those two questions are huge in the ability to they're, they're mandatory to understand where someone's at and understand where they want to go to be able to help take them that, that direction. Yeah, no, that's uh, I'm just I'm sitting there. I'm taking everything in and all the people that I've been fortunate to surround myself over the last two years that they, they speak that same language. So I know and I, and I want the listeners to know what John's saying right here. Some, some of the most brilliant minds out there are saying right now and, and how he's explaining how he works with you and how he does what he does. And I'm not just saying that. It's because he resonates the same way that these other people and how they believe how the world of coaching and masterminds really needs to be done and is effective when it comes to working with them. All right. So kind of talking about the people that you're working with, I feel that people have a way of surprising us and what they're able to accomplish, whether it's their drive, willingness to learn, you know, whatever that is. Give us a success story of someone that's been through your program, your, co- your coaching platform, and what was the outcome because they worked with you? So the first thing that springs to mind, you know, I could sit here and spend probably a minute or so trying to think of what's going to sound like the best story. But I tend to go with the first thing that springs to mind for whatever reason, maybe it was meant to be. It was back in August, I think it was. I actually ran a five-day free challenge. And over the five days, I gave I gave the, uh, the, the challengers the basics of what I take them through. So it was one task each day over the space of five days. And there were 67 people in that group. And by the end of the five days, the vast majority of them had either started, gone and started their own business or they had the kind of creative energy now, inspiration to understand what they need to do next. So they either started it or they had the idea and were about to start it. For something that was a free challenge, for me, that gave me so much pride and so much pleasure to know that I can give away free value that didn't take much time of mine at all to be able to give them these tasks each day. took a bit of time to set up this challenge, but actually throughout the week was incredibly easy. It was a whole lot of fun for them to go away and start their own businesses was tremendous. There's a, there's two of the guys I actually go go-karting with. And occasionally we talk about business stuff, but for the most part, when I'm racing, I keep business I keep the business world separate so I don't get involved in too many conversations with them about it. But they they joined the challenge. Now, one of them went and started his own business and he's now a vehicle performance specialist. So he helped people improve the performance of their vehicles, improve the uh, the uh, economy of their vehicles, the, the, the brake horsepower. You know, he, he likes to make cars go faster. That's kind of very area he enjoys. And another one of the guys who joined the challenge went and started a... Uh, a drop shipping store for karting gear. So for race gear, so selling helmets, for selling suits, for gloves, for boots. And that's something he can invest minimal time each week or each month. And he actually gets a nice little income from it. And there were tons and tons of people, tons of stories like this. A good few of the people then reached out to me for for one-to-one coaching, which we did. In fact, one of the trophies behind is for one of the guys who reached 100K. So these these two trophies I have, they are for some of my clients that achieve their first 100K from what they learned from me. So to teach someone in August to go through a free challenge, which then led to him asking for more one-on-one coaching to then go and make his first 100K, which is over three times as much as he earned in his nine-to-five job throughout a year, gives me so much pride. You know, it's, it's validation that what I do works uh, and it gives me inspiration to continue doing what I do. I enjoy it anyway. It's just a nice little bonus that other people are winning from it. Yeah. I mean, think about that. You help them take their passion, their why, 
and transform and take the steps that you had learned. And now they're either able to get out of their seven to seven job, as, as, as we kind of just said, or their nine to five, whatever it is, and do something. I bet they got how much more time of their life they just got back. Like how much more time that they can give back. I love that you sat there because we lead with the give mentality on the Mastermind Effect podcast with the success finder and my other companies I have. You're like, and they're going to be able to give back more, whether it's charitable, time, family, community, whatever it is. That's so important to have that for purpose mentality. One of the uh, the biggest things I think people actually appreciate once they put something successful together is yes, they have the money. For most part, people don't actually want money. They want what money buys them, what money can achieve for them. They have extra time. And again, that's similar. But the biggest thing I think, which applies to me too, is the peace of mind that they know they have the security and whatever they are doing is working, they are moving forward. That gives a tremendous peace of mind. It makes it easier to sleep. You have so much energy through the day. It gives you kind of the motivation to go and do bigger things. You know, that was a huge deal for me. And I think it has been for my clients too. There have been a few people that have approached me and, and, and told me the same thing. That having that extra peace of mind has been huge for them. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So we just talked about some successes right there. Amazing, beautiful successes. Financial, but also personal, rewarding, give back mentality. And I think there's a lot of things that it takes to be successful. And we talk about that a lot on the solo shows, the pillars of success. I think there's, you've got to, you know, be willing to have mentorship, coaching, experimentation, partnership, willingness to fail. And you have to be willing to succeed. You have to define success. And the problem why sometimes we don't define success is because now we've defined failure. I want to go to every one of my kids' baseball games. The minute I miss one, I have failed. So there's a lot of things that it takes to be successful. What do you feel is a key pillar when it comes to being successful? So my understanding is that the more you chase something subconsciously, you are admitting to yourself that you don't have... Oh, sorry, one second. I clicked off then. Uh, so the more you chase something, the more you are admitting to yourself that you don't have what it is you are chasing. So the more you chase money, uh, the more you chase time, the more you chase whatever it may be, you are basically accepting you don't have enough. And that's okay. Do me a favor, repeat that question again for me. No problem, no problem. And the editors, have a, have a editors can come back in and they can just kind of clean this up. All right, so, you know, what do you feel it takes? What is a key ingredient when it comes to being successful? Probably, so key ingredient to being successful, I think is going to be learning, being open to learning, understanding you are going to make mistakes. Uh, there are going to be difficulties along the way. The mistakes are going to happen. Embrace them, learn from them. I think I had this conversation with my boy yesterday. He got himself in a little bit of trouble and I explained it's okay to make mistakes. These are your best opportunities to learn from it. You know, there's a lot to learn in the mistakes. Learn from that. Use that going forward. You don't make the same mistake. Then each day you have grown. You are a better person. You are more successful. You are more efficient at what it is you are doing. Just embrace the things that are going to happen in the business, good or bad. That's the only way to achieve success. Of course, we've we've discussed the coaching options. It's a huge part. I think... I'm trying to think of every single person I know that has the results that I want to achieve or that I have hired for coaches in the past or are working at a reasonably high level. I think all of them have their own coaches, you know, not necessarily just business coaches or financial coaches. They have various coaches, fitness coaches. 
all of the elite people in the world that have achieved what we would measure as being successful. We look at the the top athletes, the top 1% in the world. They didn't get to that level just on their own. They have hired coaches along the way. They have achieved success by hiring people that know the most efficient way to get to that level. We look at, let's say, Serena Williams, for example, the tennis player. She's got her own fitness coach. She's a health coach. She's got diet coaches. She's probably got her own mindset coaches. She may have her own relationship coaches. I don't know. But she has coaches to guide her to help her get the results that she is aiming for. You simply cannot reach the highest levels without the guidance from other people and being surrounded by people that have the same mindset that even if it's just to bounce ideas around, being around those people consistently I think your brain works in a completely different way. I mean, if I go to a mastermind compared to when I go karting or when I'm out with family at a family meal, my brain is working completely different in each of those three scenarios. As soon as I get to a mastermind, my brain is working on kind of on a higher level because people are talking about the things that I I am passionate about, that I have an interest in. My brain just works differently. And I come up with so many ideas and, you know, I give other people ideas And it makes it, I don't know, it just, it gives so much energy and it makes things so much clearer to be able to move forward and achieve what you may deem as successful. Yeah, no, I, that, uh, it's, it's what you deem as successful. One person could look at it one way and that's okay. Another person could look at success completely differently, but it's internally, you know, what's important to you when you're working with your clients I think there's there's a lot of, there's a lot of people out there that they they transfer the risk. Okay, a stockbroker sits there and says, "Hey, you should invest in this," but they're not willing to invest in it in themselves. A doctor says, "Hey, you should take this medicine," but I'm not going to give it to my own child. When someone works with you and goes through your program and goes through your challenges, how do you keep from transferring the risk to them? How do you show them that you're not transferring risk to say, "Hey, I haven't done this, but..." Here you go. You go try it. So for the most part, in, in, in I think every single client I've got, when it comes to business, there are the fundamentals of running a business, which pretty much apply to most businesses. There are some of the clients that I have taken on that have a traditional offline business, and I help them find the ways where we take it online. So I teach them things that I have done myself in the past and that I still do every day now. It gives them that extra confidence when they see me being transparent and they can see I am teaching them things that I already do now. And I'll give them examples of it throughout the coaching. You know, I may teach them how to, uh, I don't know, when, whether they're putting together an email, how to form the copy on the email. And I give them examples of the last time I wrote the email and they can go and check it and see, oh, that's actually what John does. And my coach does the same when I'm learning things from my coach. As I'm learning, I can see, ah, now I understand you do that. And I never really actually acknowledge that's how you do it, but it makes sense now. And then when I see that stuff, I understand better. No, that makes that makes complete sense. All right, as as we're getting closer to the end here, just a few more questions. I think there's always new ideas brewing when there's times of prosperity. When when the world is doing great, man, people can just win. But I think ingenuity and creativity come out of times when we feel the squeeze. I think we're almost going on a year of the world feeling some form of squeeze. What are you working on right now that's going to take place over the next 12 months? That it- uh, Probably the one thing that excites me the most is to kind of step into your shoes and start my own podcast, which I'm hoping to do very, very soon. I'm thinking seven days-ish. Um, I'm currently refining the minor details of it before, before I get started, but I've already got a nice little lineup of, of guests on the show, which I'm really, really looking forward to. I'm creating some other... Uh, side courses specific to particular niches, which I can't share the details on at this point. 
Um, but I do want to help specific industries with very specific coaching models. These are pretty much the two things that I'm excited about, business-wise anyway, um, you know, for, for the day-to-day life. I'm hoping to get out of the house. That would be fantastic considering the current world situation. I'm, uh, I'm grateful for just leaving the house these days. Be nice to, I've booked a holiday, which would be nice to get away and get that done. Um, that should be later on in the year, so, so that should be pretty cool. Yeah, I think we're all ready to get out of the house, <laughs> to be the least. But uh, looking forward to seeing what these courses and what you're what you're creating and then uh definitely let us know when when the podcast the name of it when it's going to drop that way we can give it a listen we can support it and then and when your show airs we'll have it in the show notes so the audience can sit there and listen to a backlog of amazing information of people that you've interviewed all right last one what is a tip a tactic an actionable item that if anyone listening today implements it over the next 30 60 90 days they can see a real impact on their personal or business life so for most people, they are offering some sort of product or a service. Now, I refer to, to either of these as a solution because every product or service that we offer has to be solving somebody's problem. And it can be something so trivial. For example, um, you know, I, I want to learn how to spin a basketball on my finger. It's not a huge problem, but it's a problem I have. I'm going to go on Google how to spin a basketball on my finger. Somebody will offer a service providing this solution for that problem. So if you figure out what your specific solution is and then figure out who is the perfect person that needs that specific solution, figure out where they are and offer that solution to them. So for example, if I wanted to offer a solution helping people spin a basketball on their finger, I would find where these types of people are, where they would hang out online. With the solutions that I offer, I spent a lot of time helping uh, 95 people discover an alternative path to start their first business and a business that is related to their passions, their interests, their hobbies, and their talents. I have to find out where these types of people are online and offline. And that makes it incredibly easier to, to, you know, to find them, to pitch my ideas. But more importantly, those people come to me. I, I, I don't want to have to pitch people. You can quickly achieve levels of burnout doing that. If you spend all of your time chasing the money and chasing clients, it can become frustrating. And I've done that in the past. I don't do that anymore. And I teach my clients not to do that. So I think figure out what your solution is, figure out who needs that solution now, then decide where they are and then go find them. You know, once you know where they are, it's, it's so much easier. Yeah, they'll come to you because what, you, what you're offering is solving a problem. You're passionate about it. You have steps behind it and you want to, to help them, genuinely help them. John, I, I've learned so much today and uh, this is, this is going to be a, a long relationship that I hope that we continue you know, going on down the road to where I get to learn more about you, what you're doing, the people you're helping. We've got the founder of 30 Days to Profit, John Paragon. John, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you very much, Brandon. It's been a whole lot of fun. Much appreciated. Absolutely. Thanks. Thank you for listening to The Mastermind Effect, your secret weapon for personal development. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to share with a friend and leave a five-star review on iTunes. And don't forget to subscribe through your favorite podcast host so you won't miss a single episode. You're one step closer to experiencing the Mastermind Effect.